Hey everyone, Austin Swanson here, AKA 24-7, bringing you a brand new video on Cardlytics. Once again, <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about Cardlytics quite a bit lately, and I I think part of it's that there's been a lot to talk about, right? Uh, we just had investor day, and that's what this is gonna be focused on. Cardlytics had what I believe was their first ever investor day. They talked about quite a, big, uh, uh, quite a bit about some big items such as bridge, uh, open banking, the new user interface, self-service, or the ad manager. And so there was there was a lot there, right? I'm not going to focus on those big ticket items in this video and in this write-up. Rather, I'm going to be focusing on some smaller things or within those bigger ideas, there were some small comments made that I think are very important or at least could be very important and very impactful down the road. And so as always, this is a write-up that's on my Substack. It'll be the first link down below. If, if you guys are enjoying these, the video, please let me know. If you're enjoying these write-ups, also let me know by either following me or uh, liking my Substack. Again, it's, I'm doing these completely free right now. And at this point, they take a lot of time. I think I'm going to continue doing them mostly because I actually like doing these write-ups mostly because it makes me you know really sit down and think and connect the dots where if if i'm just thinking in my head your brain can jump from idea to idea and not fully connect in between and so i appreciate you know slowing down my thinking process and writing it down on paper and really giving it as much thought as possible so i think i'm gonna continue it but again any feedback if you guys like this if you don't what i can do differently just just let me know so the area, so just let me scroll down just to kind of show you what I uh, put together today. And I really like these graphs. I, I hear people all the time like, oh, if you can, if you have to use a flywheel, then you don't understand the investment. Okay, sure, I don't understand it. I'm, you know, my, my career has been an actuary, so maybe that's why. <laughs> um, but I like these diagrams or these pictures because it, it does help me like think through this concept more because you know, you have all these different ideas and it's like, how do they all fit together, right? And so we have this normal uh, little picture here that I've kind of, I've used before previous writers, previous videos, and kind of just focused on ARPU, average revenue per user, and how that can grow. And so essentially, you know, Cardlytics can, if, if they have higher ARPU or just have any money to start, they can use that to increase engagement. They can use that to increase awareness of the offers, which should lead to more people knowing about these offers, thinking about that company associated with that offer, going out and making a purchase with that offer. Um, and then if they do that, there's more ARPU, right? There's more average, there's more revenue coming in. And then as there's more revenue, they can continue this. They can and this is where we get into today of the investor relation or the, the investor day presentation and some of the items they're working on. Each one of these four boxes that you see were stuff that was discussed and might've been really brief, but it was discussed nonetheless. And so all of these are related to how uh, revenue is going to increase or possibly, right? I don't know. Maybe as always, I can be absolutely wrong. This is not investment uh, advice. And these are just my thoughts, right? So one area... And I guess we'll just go through all this uh, in more detail down below. But essentially, they talked about habits. They more talked about habits very briefly in terms of habitual use, which is probably where someone's who, uh, before they make a purchase, they're looking at their offers and they're trying to use offers often, right? So once they're engaged with the app, they continue being engaged. And that's not necessarily what I'm hoping for. 
where I'm hoping for more uh, similar to social media where people are checking their offers a lot more. But I guess both work along those same lines, but we'll get into that. The next thing is the new user interface, which, which is a bit or user or customer experience. Um, again, they've already rolled this out for US Bank and they've seen some of that increase in engagement as well as more activation of offers. And so they're becoming more aware of what's out there. And then push notifications was mentioned and we'll discuss that as well as the ad manager and self-service um, and how that can lead to more offers. So let's just get right into it. The new user interface was good. I mean, it, it's it's DOSH, right? It's it's almost the exact same as the DOSH with some some tweaks. Uh, one of the first things I don't have a picture of it um, here, but if you watch the Investor Day presentation, they show they go through like these are screenshots. They'll go through and they and you'll see. I don't, I don't think they discuss it, but there was an auto activated spot. Um, we talked about this in my first Carlytics write up, and in the past. Uh, Lynn Lobby, she mentioned, you know, when, when they acquired Dosh and they were getting questions, they said, um, are you going to switch to a non-activation model similar to Dosh? And I was hoping that wouldn't be the case where everything just switches to non-activation because you then have less reason and less incentive to go in through the app and see what's there. You just kind of hope, oh, where I spend money, I hope I save money, right? And by having to engage with the app and look at the offers, it's going to lead to more awareness of the offers and then more redemptions. And so what I saw, I, I wish I had the picture, but it was like two, um, like some like high use things. Like a, I think it was Duncan, right? Which people are using often. And so we actually, my wife and I, we have a Dosh card uh, or a Dosh. We use the Dosh app, hook up our cards. We don't really, I look at it all the time. She doesn't, but she's went to Duncan and, you know, got an offers uh, or got cash back without even realizing. So it's kind of nice for the ones where people are going often. And if you can just, you know, capture some of that and maybe some additional revenue for Carlytics, that's great. Uh, but overall, I like the ad platform. It is night and day better than what is currently there. I mean, the old one is old, right? It's just super old. So it's, it's nice to see this. Um, some other things that I like about it is this. Okay. So there's the featured section and you can see that down here where it says featured local eats. I'll make that bigger, right? You have the featured local eats. So it's possible because if you have, you know, 87 offers under local eats, you, you might want to be, you might pay more potentially to get higher up. Um, I've th thought about this a lot and it's something I haven't, you know, talked about or discussed quite a bit is getting really into the specifics of return on ad spend, um, and how all those metrics work. And so I'm, I wasn't, it's not something that I, I quite wanted to come out with yet and just say, oh, you know, this could lead to different pricing models or different, you know, paying more for different ad placement because I, I really start, I want to make sure I really think about this because it would impact your return on ad spend. And I'm just not quite sure at this time how that will all fit together, right? Like, so we'll, we'll get into that at a future date. And I'm trying to use, get into some really strong data. I've been talking with other investors and try to really understand this. Uh, but regardless, it's a good thing to see. There's more options, right? Uh, the, the user interface should be great for unknown companies or lesser known brands, uh, small to medium enterprises, businesses, where people aren't just, un they're unfamiliar with their company, right? Or what they offer. Because again, if you can imagine these images, right? Before, if I had to click, if I saw an offer and I, I didn't know their company, I'd have to click on that offer, which right away you have a hurdle. I mean, who's going to click on an offer? They don't even know what it is. Maybe they might check it out. But then if there's no picture, they have to read this long text of what they do, right? All these hurdles, all this friction. So having pictures, right? I mean, uh, pictures was a thousand words. You see that, you know what they offer, and it's going to increase uh, the amount of awareness of the offers and then the usage and then RP right there. And right away, US Bank, and for their launch, where they're on the new user platform, and that's also something I 
want to talk about here in a sec. They said premium Im imagery drove five times the visits to the website on average. Now, here's the thing that I just want to throw out there. There's a lot, <laughs> I can only fit so much in these letters. And so that's why I always like doing these uh, YouTube videos is <sighs> I started thinking, so I have US Bank and I'm still on the, they, they show this on their investor day and I, I should have had this pulled all up. Um, but my, you know, the new user experience does not look like this. It looks exact. It actually looks worse than Chase. Like it looks like it's like lower quality uh, formatting and all these other things. And so what, but here was the thing is when they said that US Bank was live and people are getting these offers and they were releasing statistics, you know, I had US Bank and I never received uh, I, I, I didn't get offers for, you know, weeks or maybe months afterwards. And so what I'm hoping, right, uh, is that there are some users that are on this new updated user interface and that's how they're comparing things. And, and such as five time more visits to websites, I'm hoping that they're comparing uh, amongst US bank users. And so you have an Apple, apples, apples to apples comparison and saying, okay, these people have these richer images and these other ones don't. Because the other thing was, is there was some images on the US Bank app and they do show that in when they're sh talking about US Bank uh, on investor day but it just doesn't seem like it's much I can I guess I understand it like so where before you have an offer you click on it and it's just text they add one image right and I just but it's like within the offer so a lot of unknown there uh, but regardless I like the new user interface um, Let's see. So they did show how they already built the functionality to have product level offers for SKU level offers, which is great. Um, but in total, what this new user interface should do, it should increase engagement, people using and interacting with the app or the offer section, increase activation and awareness of the offers, um, and ultimately increase the number of purchases made, which should increase ARPU, right? So again, if I think through the whole cycle, uh, I now have this uh, I almost like to reverse it and that will get me into this push notifications. Uh, but essentially you, let's say, you know, car, someone who's not has ever, has never interacted with the app, right? Or they looked at it a long time ago. Let's say someone looked at it a year ago and they saw this really old, just offer section that they didn't really understand. They saw these little boxes for offers and you know, half of them were companies they didn't even know. And if and the ones they didn't know didn't apply to them, right? So you have someone who is probably not going to check back. They're not going to continually check back, so engagement's low. They're not looking at the offers, so you know activation awareness of what they can actually do is low. So the amount of purchases that they make with an offer is low, and so ARPU's really low, right? So that's just complete uh, inversion of the situation. But now you build out the new user interface, right? This one should increase engagement. You now have pictures, so people actually know what the offers are, and they're going to remember it better. And so then they're going to make purchases more, right? That, that from remembering that offer, they know what's out there, uh, and this should lead to uh, more ARPU, right? And for the people that haven't been doing that, like using these offers forever, well, how are they going to know about it? How are they going to know that there's this new user interface with you know offers that are relevant? Uh, well, you can use push notifications, right? And that's kind of what I, they've been doing emails previously. And the emails, again, seemed archaic. They were very, you know, they had low friction in terms of like you could activate offers through the, the app and it would, uh, or through the email and it would go to your account without having to log in, which was I, I thought was great. But push notifications I thought would be next level. And this was one of those things where it was just a brief comment and I was just, oh, I'm so excited, right? And so they also talked about real-time offers, uh, which is really interesting. 
So again, we talked about why this is important from the aspect of users that weren't engaged before, but you could also think of very specific offers where you know that you know through self-service, you now have a lot more offers that will be coming on, and now you'll know that you have an offer that's really relevant to somebody that has a high probability of being used. Well, then you could just send a push notification to someone and say, hey, here's an offer you might be interested in. I thought one really interesting thing here, and the reason why I didn't think push notifications were actually ever going to be a thing, was the fact that um, you know we weren't seeing it. So I thought, okay, maybe the banks don't want it to be as spam. But I was like, okay, the other aspect of this is I can turn on uh, notifications that when I redeem an offer through like my Chase app, Chase will send me a notification that I used one. So I was like, okay, they haven't turned this off, uh, but they haven't been using it to notify users. But now I, they're mentioning it, so I hope it's with the bigger, uh, with the big platform because I think this, this could be great. So let me see here because there was one way I wanted to really talk about this. So one interesting way is when they mention real-time offers. And the reason this is important is and maybe I'm not thinking about this right and this isn't what they mean, but if they could do real time in terms of uh, location, maybe they know that you're on your way to work and you uh, are going to get gas. You usually get gas maybe every Thursday or something and they can send a notification once you leave uh, or maybe before you leave, but then I guess they wouldn't know that you left. But in terms of timing, they might know every day you leave for work at 7.30, so at 7.15, they send you a quick notification and say, hey, instead of going to Quick Star or Quick Trip, uh, how about you go to Casey's and we'll give you 5%. I guess it should be reversed because I've been getting Quick Trip offers, right? And where it's more of a commodity type product where I really don't care where I go to an extent, um, that might be really motivating. And it's and it's not like, let's, let's almost think about this a little bit differently. Let's say I already go to Casey's um, and not use the Quick Trip offer. Well, if I get the offer after I go to uh, Quick Star or Quick Trip, or let's say I see it later, I didn't get a notification, I just see it later. Well, now I have to remember that by next week that I have that offer. And upon that, um, it has to be that I remember in real time where before, like even if I, okay, it's a week later, but I have a habit of going to the same gas station at the same time. So it's like I, that habit's gonna be really hard to remember I have an offer. But if you have notifications and you can send out an offer in that time, in the time that you know someone's gonna likely get gas, and gas might be a hard one because it fluctuates of when you're gonna get gas, and so that maybe is the best example. But I'm trying to give you an idea of what could be possible of then sending the offer so you don't have to remember the offer, and it could be before you make purchases. I mean, I thought about coffee where maybe someone's getting coffee the exact same time every single day. You do it 30 minutes before and say, hey, you should get it here. I just, I think it's really interesting. So once you have relevant offers, uh, that, you know, notify people once you have, uh, and other aspects regarding trying to just change where people are making their purchase and notifying right before they usually make that purchase. Cause Carlytics should have all this information. Habits were mentioned. It was more, as I said previously, it was more mentioned in terms of habitual use where probably users are just, you know, there's a subset of users who are very engaged and they're using offers often. I talked about it in the past, and this is where I kind of got excited when I heard the word habits. I know this might not be what they're exactly talking about, but I got excited about habits because I've noticed I have a habit of not really just looking at offers, but or not you know in terms of trying to use the offers, but looking at offers. And I've talked about this with operant conditioning, uh, maybe like P.F. Skinner's experiments, uh, where 
we've talked about this in the past. You can you can reference past the, uh, my past write up or the past YouTube video write up, and I, t I talk about this at length. But essentially, I guess just to boil this down, if I got an offer every single day, let's say one offer at 8 a.m., well then I would only have to check my app once a day. I would know, okay, at 8 a.m. here's one offer, and that's and I can look, see what it is. Okay, never look at the app again for the rest of the day. But if what's happening, <laughs> what's happened to me, like I haven't had a new offer in like. Th like three or so days, right? And so I constantly check. I check at 8 a.m., now 9 a.m., now it's uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, no new offers. Then all of a sudden it's like, bam, I have four great offers. And I'm like, oh, wow, you get this like dopamine rush, right? And it gets all exciting. Well, now I have a habit. And because there's no recognizable pattern, I'm checking all the time. And I have a habit of checking. I'm really engaged with the app. I'm opening that app often, right? Um, it, it's, it's weird. I mean, again, I'm very biased. I'm following the offers mostly to uh, also for the investment purpose, right? Rather than just because I'm looking at the offers. But if, you know, I'm, I'm making a big uh, leap here, but if, if Carlytics knows that there's habits being formed, I'm hoping that they can also try to use that to their advantage. They're trying to increase the habits. If you think about social media, where they, you know, to maybe their detriment, where people have critiqued them on it, is they have worked very hard of trying to make it, you know, addictive to use their apps, the social media apps. And so I almost hate promoting that in a way, uh, but... I hope it happens because it'll increase engagement, awareness, use of offers, and then ARPU. And so it could be a really great thing. Neobanks and Venmo. So <laughs> I have been thinking about Venmo constantly, a lot. We already did a video, we've done a write-up, and I think it's the most interesting thing that's happened in a while. And it was, I believe, it was one statement. Right. It was like one of those, like, it wasn't like they spent 30 minutes talking about Venmo. They said maybe in this one, like one statement about Venmo. And I was, and I, and I've drawn a lot from this. We've, again, we have a full write-up and video on this. And so you can re reference that. Uh, but what I want to spend more time on here, I'm going to go over again, you know, what is possible with Venmo, not necessarily the valuation that I did in the previous stuff, uh, but more about why this could work. How, what the ARPU, how that could be good, how, you know, uh, MAUs could be higher than I even thought a week ago, and s some other aspects here, because I, I really think this is interesting. I'm almost in my head just phew, counting all their MAUs now. Uh, okay, let's get into this first, right? So again, I discussed how Venmo offers could actually have a value that exceeds or exceeded uh, Carlytics, you know, then current market cap at 3.5 billion. And since that write-up, right, what we've seen is higher, like MAUs are now 10 million more than they were even a week ago, or at least what's been reported. And I've I've done I've dug more deep into businesses, uh, the Venmo business account. I've even opened one just to make sure I can actually understand what's going on there. And I really think the potential of this is is large. So before, right? Uh, essentially, I'm just gonna go back. I'm gonna try to walk through this really slow because I think this is the most important thing of this whole video. So. Carlytics has more potential to add uh, more MEUs than I originally thought and at higher gross profit levels. Uh, and this can all be achieved with Venmo, which is powered by Dosh, right? Before Venmo offers were only limited to people that had a debit, a Venmo debit card. And I don't even think of Venmo credit card. So it was very select. I mean, how many people do you know are using a Venmo debit card? So out of 70 million MAUs, you would think the people that even just have access to the offers, let alone using it, I, there was no way that I even thought it was a million, right? I'm thinking 
maybe, I don't even know, tens of thousands, right? It just seemed very, very small. Maybe it was higher in, uh, you know, younger demographics, but I just thought it was nothing. I was just completely dismissive of it. But then the comments by Carlos Investor Day are continued focus on growing our Venmo partnership. The team is focused on expanding rewards to additional payment types. So not just the debit card. Creating a rewarding experience with Venmo regardless of what payment instrument the consumer uses. We will also continue to invest alongside with our product team, supporting the build of partnership or partners integration for enhancements, including currency conversion. Uh, they do the stuff with, you can buy, you know, Bitcoin, but I don't think it's quite like you actually own it, uh, but the currency conversion and then pay with QR codes currently live in Venmo. When I heard this, and I think that was it, I think that was the extent, maybe these were two statements. I was trying to get this as best I could, but it was hard to try to, to get this verbatim. I got excited because they're saying now it's not limited just to debit cards. And so you go from maybe a few thousand or tens of thousands or whatever of just Venmo debit cards to now you have 70 million people that could begin these offers. I mean, that's huge. So before, this is my wife's, uh, uh, her debit card um, or her section for offers when she clicks on offers within her Venmo app. It's, it says get started, use QR codes or the Venmo debit card, right? So not credit card even. And then when you click it, because she doesn't have the debit card, she has one QR, QR offer and then no offers for, de uh, because she like no other offers because she doesn't have the debit card. But if you compare that to mine, right? I did get the debit card because I wanted to see what it was like. It's Dosh, right? It's powered by Dosh. The only thing different I think is no like travel section. Right. And, but there's, and there's different offers. Like I have HelloFresh right now and I do not have that on Dosh. All right. So that essentially all I'm trying to make the point of is previously, you know, if you, you had to have the debit card to get these offers, but now it's opening up to potentially everybody. So that significantly increases the MAUs for Cartlytics and who can get offers. Uh, last year, last week I was reporting 60 million because their website said 60 million, but this week it says 70 million. So increased by like 17% already, which is interesting. And I, and as before, uh, I don't know if we can just necessarily say, oh, it's all 70 million, but let's all count those because uh, although like a portion of them have probably like are funding their account with a Chase or Wells Fargo or US bank account. And so it's like, I don't know, that likely can't count. However, there might be those people that, you know, and I'll talk about this here in a bit, that predominantly, if they're using like a service business, if they go get their hair done, if they're trying to pay their lawnmower or someone uh, doing snow removal or cl clean their house and they are you know dealing with a specific individual and they predominantly make their payments through Venmo because it's very common. Well, now with a Venmo payment or like being able to use Venmo, uh, have biz Venmo business accounts where you can use Venmo to pay them and you have these offers, not only is it good for the small to medium businesses, uh, but it might be that even if you have Chase and Wells Fargo, it's like, oh, well, before you weren't gonna use that Chase and Wells Fargo card to pay them, right? But you were gonna use Venmo. And so even though they have Chase and Wells Fargo and they're funding it, you're still getting those users um, on a different basis. So I don't know, maybe that's not MAU growth and that's just, that's ARPU growth. So it's, it's, it's interesting to think about, but like if you think about myself, I have two different bank accounts hooked up and both are credit unions that are not covered by Carlytics. So I would be a new user, technically. Ugh, it's hard to think about. The users get uh, funny. So the uh, the interesting thought was, okay, I have you know my Venmo. I, it's saying it, it doesn't have to be just Venmo debit. It could be other payment instruments, right? And I was thinking, okay, I have a debit card hooked up to Venmo, but how would I use that? It's not like I can go use my credit union and swipe it and Venmo's gonna know. Well, that's why they said they also have the capability with QR codes, right? And 
that would allow me, if you if you go to your QR code section, uh, I think I have it on here, you go to homepage, scan and show to pay. It allows you to click between your balance, debit card, uh, I think even your bank. So you have all these options of what are already hooked up to Venmo. So you have very, very low friction. You don't have like Dosh where you have to add a card to start you know, getting these offers. It would be, oh, you can start getting these offers with all the, the accounts already hooked up. And it's also nice like when we heard about uh, Nectar Connect, the open banking concept that when they had to you know, well, manually go through and connect a bank account if it's already done. But when they, the Nectar, when they added those accounts, they got three years of payment history. So it's really interesting that Venmo already has that. And if Carlos can get access to that for those offers, I mean, that's that's awesome because it's it's so much less friction and you potentially have those 70 million uh, MAUs. There's probably a lot that have hooked up a bank account or a card in some form or fashion and they have a lot of that information um, and they could immediately start using those offers. I mean, this is why I'm getting, it, it's just better than all these other platforms in almost every single way. And it's just almost immediate going to be able to have all these people that could be activating offers. Uh, and we'll talk about why that might not be the case though. So further upside, so we have QR codes if you're in person, but uh, my thought last week even was, well, what about paying online? Or, because uh, who's gonna be using a QR code? Well, that's where the Venmo business accounts uh, come into play, where that also can accept Venmo QR, co QR codes. I feel like I say QR codes different every single time, QR codes. Um, but the other aspect is you can add it. Let's see if I can make this a little bit bigger. You can have it online or within your apps um, and be able to pay directly with Venmo. If you've been on some websites, they'll say, oh, use Apple Pay. Uh, if they already have a Venmo option, there you go. There's an increased probability that someone's going to use Venmo to pay. And there's already apparently 2 million merchants who are using Venmo or have a Venmo business account. What's really interesting is a lot of like think of all the businesses that are accepting Venmo right now because I I've, I'm using Venmo to pay certain people for certain jobs uh, and it always feels a little weird because it's I'm like shouldn't this be a business you know transaction and because it's similar to cash it's better than cash right because I'm giving them uh, you know I I'm not holding cash so I like using Venmo but it feels a little weird in terms of business transaction so if you take it one more step and they have a business account for Venmo you can just Venmo them it just works so great but here's the thing is. All those people that are doing that right now have a Venmo account. And if you open Venmo right now, it depends on when you're watching this, but right at the top, really big, half the Venmo uh, you know, user or homepage says, hey, open a Venmo account or a Venmo business account. It took me 30 seconds, right? I didn't even actually to put in a lot of, I didn't put in like maybe my business address and that was it. Everything else was optional. So it was just immediate boom, I have an account. And so you start getting that you're going to have way, it's, it's just such low friction to build, uh, add a business account. So you're going to have way more people using that. It's less friction than other softwares and, and people, you know, they already know how to use Venmo. And some of the other benefits is uh, the social aspect. If I pay someone on Venmo and it's on the feed, so all my friends are seeing that I'm using that person, has lower fees than I, I uh, square as of right now. It, it's slightly lower. So there's more incentive. Uh, so it gets really interesting. And the one thing that I started getting really excited about is if they could have self-service integrated with uh, in the Venmo app, that you don't have to leave and go to Cardlytics' website, create another account, you know, like a Facebook, Instagram, or, or any of those like social media apps where you can actually do the offers from within the app with low friction and, and, and people are familiar with it. It leads to you know someone just testing it out like, hey, does this work if I send out an offer? And if it does, then they can increase their ad budget. And so I really hope we see that. I really, because all those small, medium businesses that will be using Venmo uh, to, to accept payments, uh, 
they could be sending out offers. And if you could add where they saw the offer on the social media, like, hey, they bought this uh, with this offer, then people are more aware of the offers. I don't think that will be the case. I think it'll be the case where they see that they made the purchase there, but I don't think it'll be the offers because a business isn't going to promote that people are getting discounts where those individuals were maybe targeted, right? And they might've made the payment or made like, it might be enough advertising just seeing that someone bought it there. But regardless, it would increase the amount of people seeing that people are making payments to businesses with Venmo, which would increase the amount of usage, awareness, and then probability of making payments and then seeing offers and using those offers and increasing RPO. So a huge headwind, and this is what one of my friends, when we were talking, because uh, I was like, hey, what, you know, where, where am I going wrong? What, are, what am I not thinking about? First thing, he said, I don't make payments to Venmo. I only use it to pay back people. Uh, and that's, and I thought that's not a bad idea, right? I think people pay back people. I've seen, I, I was looking through my feed and I see a lot of people paying people for services, right? Uh, just again, because it's better than cash. But the other aspect is why do people, this is, this is kind of my, my thought is you might have people who, who want to use the Venmo balance, I don't think that's a very high high probability. Uh, maybe, maybe younger people. But a huge thing with Venmo, maybe the single biggest reason you use Venmo is to split payments after you make a payment, right? If I am with people out to eat and I say, oh, let's just make it easy. We'll do it on one bill and then Venmo me later, right? And the fact that it's a verb, people use it a lot more, they talk about it. But imagine, you, here's the problem with that right now. One, um, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's awkward. You have to, if someone doesn't pay you, you have to ask them to or request a payment. And I don't think, I don't like doing that. So sometimes I won't even do it. You also, people might, you feel awkward of like, oh, did they charge me the right amount? How does this work with the tip? And so there's a lot of question there. And there's also just people just forgetting, oh, I'll email you later and then they don't, right? There's all these things that it's just not perfect, but it's used all the time. So what if, and they've done this, is with purchases, you can split it based on the purchase. Kind of like if you're on an Uber, you can do it, which I talked to that friend and they said they've never done that. So maybe maybe people will never use this. But I feel like because of all those neg negatives of, of uh, the like splitting, you know, without doing a Venmo purchase, I think now that they'll have the option to say, oh, at that restaurant, let's just pay, I'll pay with Venmo, I'll add you to the account and we can easily uh, split it up afterwards. And they'll see, so there's no awkwardness of having to request a payment because they'll be at purchase. It's when it happened, right? Not afterwards, it's at purchase. There'll be a proof of that payment. They'll say, hey, they paid it and this is how much it was and it'll reduce people forgetting. It'll increase the amount of people doing this. So I think... It's something I would personally use. I think I would if that merchant has the ability to make a payment. Um, so I'm, I'll be following that closely. Another way that we could see increased use, usage of Venmo to make payments is uh, the social aspect of people seeing, like having that social proof. Um, let me make sure this is what, yeah, seeing the feed and saying, oh, they've used, they've made a purchase at a, a merchant. So I didn't know I could do that. So now I'm going to start doing that as well. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, and use what I already have in my Venmo balance. The other thing is if as the uses of digital wallets increases, well, because Venmo would have be a digital wallet, you might see more uses from that. Um, and as Apple has started, you know, with one of their, you know, software updates, allowing driver's license in certain states to be used or for, you know, travel purposes, if that starts getting rolled out everywhere, I've already thought about this. The second I don't have to hold my ID, I don't need a wallet. I only carry my wallet because I have my ID and then I'll be using a digital wallet. And so Venmo could benefit that way. In, re in regards to higher gross profits, uh, they made a comment saying ARPU would be higher, but I think ARPU remains the same where the advertisers paying the same amount, but like open banking, revenue share might be lower because Venmo's not as worried about the revenue, they're worried about the engagement and growing their user base. 
Um, so that could be interesting. I'll be posting. I've been posting even more and more things uh, on my Twitter regarding Venmo. If you guys have thoughts about this, because I haven't heard anyone talk about this at all, let me know. Reach out to me. I love thinking about this because I could be completely wrong. I could be wrong about all of this. I think about this all the time, right? There's there's a reason I, <laughs> I haven't uh, invested in Carlytics yet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been... I, <laughs> Imagine I spend all this time talking about Carlytics. Yeah, I haven't, I don't know if this is a good investment, right? I haven't convinced myself. No, there's a reason I haven't went 100% into Carlytics because it's like, I know there's always that chance I could be wrong. But it seems like as we're talking about this, there, and I, this is how I'll, I'll close it at the end but this way, but it seems like there's a lot of ways that things are going right, okay? So ad manager, that was discussed at length, but an interesting thing was a statement regarding uh, the banks and having access to the ad manager or right, self-serve platform, right? And what I've been hoping for after reading other people discuss this, uh, you know, a success of, you know, Facebook, because people being familiar with Facebook, having their, their Facebook page for the business, and then directly within the app, being able to say, hey, you can promote your, uh, your business for, you know, a couple dollars and getting tested out, and then they increase their budget as they see it work, right? And so how, you know, we, we talked about that with Venmo, and so similarly, you know, banks, like if I have a Chase Bank, Wells Fargo Bank, and I'm using that as my business account, if I could say, oh, I see these offers, or it says a spot like, hey, advertise your business, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about my business at that time, I see a little, you know, I, maybe I have money in there. I'm like, hey, I want to advertise uh, or I should advertise because I'm not doing as good this month or what, whatever it may be. Um, if I'm doing, if I don't have to leave the platform, nor if I don't have to create a Cardlytics account, if I can just do it all within my bank, I mean, that's really interesting. I think then you have all the small, medium businesses who would use this way more often. And we saw that with uh, Facebook. Now, I don't know if that's necessarily what they're talking about. It almost made it sound like, oh, the bank's themselves, not, you know, the user within the banks, but the people working at the bank have access to the ad manager and they can, and they have some governance and auditing uh, tools that they can use. Um, so it wasn't directly said that that's, you know, that it's going to have the integration for the user for in within the banks, but it, we'll watch it. I mean, this is at least in that direction. Uh, and maybe there's reasons that can't happen. But the fact that they can tr they can see what's going on, if 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 the concern was, oh, we don't want all these people that all of a sudden, you know, using a self-serve platform and putting these bad offers out there, well, they talked about, uh, well, they can watch those and control the amount of off what, what offers are being put out there. And so maybe that will allow them to get comfortable with allowing self-serve within the native bank channel. Uh, but what I think was more discussed here was just saying the banks have access to it. And I don't think that's a bad thing, right? Is they not only can analyze their data better and has more governance tools and, and more understanding of what's being, you know, what's happening with their customers, but they can use that information to, you know, and especially if they can do the self-service platform and do offers for their, their clients, which I don't, that just seems like a lot of work, right? I mean, it, it it's better than Carlytics doing it. Uh, but I guess if if the focus has always been, hey, we want to try to increase the amount of account, accounts open and we want to increase the amount of money that's in our bank uh, that's kept there and earned, well, what a great way to say, hey, you should open an account here and we can help you increase your revenue and your business through advertising uh, with and this is exactly how, because we see people are making payments here and they're they're buying from this, you know, this place uh, that's at, you know, in the same you know, restaurant as you, 
uh, but we can transfer them over here to you by sending them an offer. Well, that might get people to not only open an account with them, which helps the banks, but it helps the, the small and medium business because it's increasing their revenue. Uh, but then they might keep more money there. Not only are they transferring, they might keep more money there because they're doing the advertisements, which is good for the bank. So again, this is one of those things where everyone in this ecosystem is getting benefit because as there's more offers, then the users benefit and then Cardlytics benefits. And so it's just everyone's moving in that same direction, which I think is one. it's just so powerful right? If you have anyone upon this process that's not benefiting, it's just, it's more, it's that headwind, it's fighting it, and it slows everything down. I mean, think of all those other businesses where, where someone doesn't benefit. Well, then it just makes it much more difficult. So I'm excited to see this, right? I'm excited to see what happens. And you, if you want more detail on exactly how I'm thinking about this in terms of how it could increase ARPU, I try to spell it out in one nice, concise sentence in each one of these. But overall, Right, not not even not even just in terms of investor day. A lot of concerns I've had over the past, you know, several months or year uh, that you know I've been more following Cardlytics. I think keep getting addressed. Right before it was long integration times. I thought, how, how are we ever going to get more banks on here? I know that's not really the focus because we already have all these MAUs, but I'm glad it's been the focus because of Venmo that we have you know 70 million more users. Uh, but it was the long integration times, and that was answered. Dosh. I mean, Dosh has really fast integration times, especially compared to Cardlytics that are long integration times. So especially if they try to try to get all the little small. Uh, you know, if there was a fast, easy way to integrate, you know, maybe smaller regional banks, well, that could be an uh, answer from Dosh. Another concern was that they would just never get any more, you know, MAUs. And maybe that wasn't the worst thing. But again, that was answered from Venmo. Uh, not directly, but I, I think so. Uh, SKU level data wasn't possible before, but then they acquired Bridge and they have a great leader. I think that was one of the highlights of the Investor Day. Watch it. Uh, him just, I mean, he just seems so passionate about you know, what he's doing and it's just he's it's very smart in terms of international opportunity that was addressed first uh, via open banking uh, but that it's still a little too early to tell and i can't really form an opinion on that like i can think through venmo uh the user interface highly improved using you know essentially dosh self-service to increase the amount of offers they're they're they already have that active it's in the hands of more agencies and then increase user engagement uh, with a better user experience and we're seeing that already happening with us bank with actual data so every we have maybe they're hiding all the bad news but it could be a function of you have you're in a good business with a good management team and they're doing the right things and everything that you hope to happen and I think just one by one, I think the good scenario of what could be possible is better than I originally thought. Uh, I've been trying to think about the downside a lot lately, but if you just start doing some like reverse DCS for discounted cash flows and start trying to think through what that current, you know, 4 billion market cap represents today, I mean, it doesn't take much, right? In terms of how much consumer incentives need to be redeemed or how much ARPU is needed because of how many users are. And so I just think there's low downside to this right uh, but as always anything can change so we'll see so if you've enjoyed this video uh or if you're looking for more detail i have you know more Substack articles a lot of have been on cardlytics i have some more interesting stuff regarding my real estate and some other investments that i've been thinking about uh, i i I do invest in other things and i do have opinions on a lot of other investments but right now i'm focused on cardlytics because it 
it's most interesting to me and i think it has the most you know asymmetric risk reward payoff that i've i've seen to date um, but I also have YouTube videos, you know, about the write-ups like we're doing right here. Uh, I discussed Venmo previously, so you can check that out. Not the best picture, but I looked excited. Um, and feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or my website for more information. Or if you have any pushback on any of this, I would be happy to discuss. So again, let me know if you're enjoying these write-ups, if you're enjoying these videos. I really do appreciate the feedback just because, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so everyone, thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Thanks, everyone.